Welcome to the Life Right Here, Inner Medicine Tools for Present Moment Living. I'm your host, Emma Waters, yoga teacher, educator, and inner medicine coach. We'll explore all things yoga, Ayurveda, and contemplative practice to give you practical tools and insight to reduce overwhelm, soothe the nervous system, and remind you of who you are at your core, right here in this moment. The Life Right Here is your weekly prescription of peace, presence, and power. Let's tune in. Hello, my friends, and welcome to episode nine of The Life Right Here. We've nearly hit double figures, and I'm so thrilled to be hearing of people's experiences with the guided practices and their takeaways from the mini lectures, so please keep that feedback coming. It warms my heart and keeps me super inspired. It's a special double episode week. I couldn't help myself. It's the new moon tomorrow, and so I've created a bonus, short, guided new moon meditation for you to enjoy this week, as well as this episode, which I've titled, Your Soul is Coming for You which sounds a bit ominous, <laughs> but it was inspired by a passage in the book, Women Who Run With The Wolves. And I'd ask you to just pause before we begin and just feel into what you think this means for you, that your soul is coming for you. Can you articulate it in a sentence? We might think of the soul as light and love, but this phrase to me has a fierceness, a relentlessness even, suggesting that we might think our soul is there to protect us and guide us. Yes, it is. It is light and it is loving, but it's also there to call us out, to keep us on track, to make sure we head along the right path. So this episode will be a call to listen, to be truthful with yourself and to check in with whether your behavior is aligned with how and what you want to experience in this life. That you are in fact acknowledging the call of your soul voice, which is hard to do in a world that benefits from us being consistently externally distracted. And some of you may intuitively be able to feel what this call means. There's this deep place within us that just knows that the call might be referring to something in particular and who might be doing the calling. But others might find this to be a little mysterious or confusing. But I encourage you to listen with an open heart to consider that maybe you've come across this episode at just the right moment and that the message contained here is just for you. This episode has actually been inspired by the spring intensive that I've just run, a yoga intensive here in Byron Shire at South Golden Beach, the beautiful coastal community in northern New South Wales where I live. And we were reflecting this intensive on 
The themes of burning off what is no longer supporting us, letting go of heaviness that's weighing us down, and no doubt we're all feeling a little weighed down still after the events of the past couple of years and the events that just keep on coming. It's been relentless. We also considered in the intensive the idea of radiating our inner light, allowing it to shine by removing the veils that cover it over, over time. And I came across a passage when I was preparing for the intensive in the book I've just mentioned, Women Who Run With The Wolves, by Dr. Clarissa Pincola Estes. And this book has had such an impact on me and the way I coach, particularly over the past couple of years, and I turn to it regularly for wisdom and reflection. It just always touches a deep place in me and articulates a felt sense that I have, but have not been able to put into words myself. And this passage that I read ended with this. There is deep in the unconscious a caller, an old one, who rises to the surface of our consciousness and begins to incessantly call us back to our true natures. For me, this idea of an old one, an ancient one, calling us home to our truth and our longing and our inner knowing is so stirring. It gives me goosebumps. And we can see from this passage that this caller is a part of us, connected to us at all times and connected to the universal energy that gives us life. And it holds us. It's buried deep down beneath the struggle and the challenges of being human, beneath the distractions and responsibilities of modern life, beneath our thoughts of not being enough, and down, down in that place where the truth lies. And we can access this truth in stillness, in silence, and in experiencing the discomfort of our emotions and feelings and thoughts without pushing them away. But this is the practice of yoga. In yoga, emotions, feelings and thoughts, pain are messengers. And the more we open the body to actually feeling sensation and discomfort, the more we can tolerate the harsher discomfort of things that maybe we've pushed aside or buried over many years, over decades, over lifetimes. The reference to an old one for me suggests wisdom and knowing born of many challenges and experiences. And if we're still enough and open enough, we can allow that old one to rise to the surface without fear of being destroyed by it. The old one is there to guide us home to truth. And I know from experience that this ancient voice, our soul's voice, does not give up on us. It incessantly calls. Even when there's no answer or response. Often when there's no answer or response. And incessantly means constantly, continually, day and night. And if we ignore it or push it down or cover over it, 
numb it. We might mute it, but it doesn't go away. It doesn't stop calling. And for me, that call showed up and continues to show up regularly (laughs) as feeling discontent sometimes with life, anxious. In the past, it was showing up for work with this mask on that hid what was going on internally. I convinced myself everything was fine. It's nothing. It'll pass. But it didn't pass. It got louder until I couldn't ignore it anymore. And I was forced to be still and turn inward to really take a look at what was going on internally, what was blocking me from feeling ease and joy and contentment. And it was me blocking me (laughs) from that. And actually, to be perfectly open here, I've felt the call again these past weeks. So we might answer the call once, twice. And I'm now looking at this call as a guide towards clarity, towards our purpose. In yoga, our dharma, we get closer and closer with each step forward towards the truth, not away from it. And sometimes we pretend that we've answered the call. It feels like we have. We've made a change. We've done something that scares us or we've identified the path we need to follow. But there's always wrong turns. Well, maybe not wrong turns, but definite side tracks, dead ends, (laughs) a bit of backtracking. When we first hear that call, maybe it starts as a whisper in the night. It might frighten us a little bit. We feel restless in our life, maybe irritable or avoidant. Maybe we're procrastinating. Yep. I am a master of procrastination when something is being asked of me that feels too scary. It could show up as pain or physical symptoms. And as time passes, we just feel lost because... For too long, we've ignored it or distanced ourselves from the truth of what that calling really is. But these feelings of being lost or restless, torn or out of flow of life are a message. And we feel this way because we hear something calling us back to ourselves and the life we're meant to live and the gifts we are meant to share with this world. And when we say no, or we ignore the call, which we often do, we only hurt ourselves. We minimize our own needs and longing for a life that feels aligned, soulful, joyous. Mothers in particular so often ignore the call because they have so much focus on everyone else's needs, particularly with young children. But my appeal today to you is to open the door. And remember, the door opens inward. I just want to pause here and encourage some time for some reflection on this. Because it sounds like I'm using a lot of metaphors. (laughs) I do love a metaphor. I also love alliteration, FYI. (laughs) Just for your information. But I'd like to ask you, and you might write this down. In what ways do you hear the call of the old one? How is the old one showing up for you, do you think? 
what is the old one calling you to or back to? What does it mean to be called home? Are you ignoring the call? How do you know you're ignoring it? Can you be really honest with that? And why are you ignoring the call? I dare say fear. (laughs) I think for most people it's fear. I'm going to repeat those questions at the end of the show. If you want to listen to the full episode, you can come back to them at the end. For me, the old one is calling me to fully commit to my dharma, my purpose, to stop being afraid to share with the world what I came here to share fully. I'm always holding a little bit back in fear of what others might think or of not being good enough. To me, being called home is to drop the desires of the ego, to feel successful, to have a business that's earning a certain amount of money, to have lots of followers on social media or in my yoga classes. It's a call to the freedom of letting go of those attachments and opening into the realness and truth that life is beautiful as it is. Right here, with each sacred breath. And yes, Lately, I have been ignoring or hiding from the call in some ways. I realized today, actually, (laughs) that I'm called to share mantra and my voice more widely and confidently, and that scares me. And that actually, if I look back to when I was a little girl, what I really wanted to be was a musician and a singer, but I was too scared. I know I'm ignoring it because it's showing up as pain in my body, a cough that I can't get rid of, and lots of tears whenever I'm chanting. Tears are a big messenger, my friends. Take a close look at what's bringing you to tears and you'll get closer to the truth. And I'm ignoring the call because I'm scared. It's taken me many years to find my speaking voice, but now I have to commit to sharing more fully my singing voice. I know that. And that's hard when you've had a cough for a month. (laughs) But maybe in this commitment right here in public on my podcast, maybe that stagnation in my lungs and my throat might start to clear. It's maybe the voice getting louder, so to speak. And maybe I've actually listened properly this time. Got the message. Dr. Pinkola Estes says, if we don't go when it's time, the soul will come for us. If we don't go when it's time, the soul will come for us. It sounds a bit worrying, like we're being stalked, but it might also be comforting to know that we are never forgotten, that this process of turning inward and listening will come in time and over and over again even if we resist it until something in us responds and the more in need of return that we are the louder it will get some questions here to support contemplation are 
In what ways have you noticed that your soul is coming for you? And if you haven't, what do you think about this idea? What do you need to return to? How can you start this process of returning? This pandemic has been a collective call from all the ancient ones watching over us. And for me, this call is to simplicity, equanimity, inner freedom, so that we're not relying on outer circumstances for our happiness. It's a call to trust this process of returning and to surrender. In yoga, this is called Ishwara Pranidhan, surrender to the divine. I know that thousands of people have heard that call. Some have listened. Some have avoided changes because it's scary. Change makes us feel unsteady, but change can also be exciting. And there's a transformation that occurs when we commit to making changes that lead us home. And so before I reread those questions for you to sit with and reflect on, I just want to mention my services as a coach, because if something today has struck you in this topic about the soul voice, about listening inward and beginning to walk the path back to who you really are and really want to be in this life, then it's great to walk that path with a companion. And that's really what I see my role as, a guide on the journey back to you. If there's changes you'd like to make with your career, with your health, daily life, relationships, then I can support you to show up, to listen and to stop the procrastinating and start walking that path home. It's not too late to start a one-on-one coaching series with me. It's a 90-day journey. You can end the year feeling hopeful and light and proud that you took the leap to support yourself to follow your heart. Message me on Instagram or send me an email. Check out my website to find how other clients have made incredible changes that are long-lasting via coaching with me. Many people find it a real challenge to make changes alone. We start, we stop, we fall back. There's no judgment around that. That's part of being human. But the great thing is that with a coach, you have someone who's got your back the whole way. I'll put all those links in the show notes. But to finish with here are those powerful questions that I encourage you to reflect on. Be courageous. One, in what ways do you hear the call of the old one? How is the old one showing up for you, do you think? Two, what is the old one calling you to or back to? Three, what does it mean to be called home? Four, are you ignoring the call and how do you know you're ignoring it? Five, why are you ignoring the call? Six, in what ways have you noticed that your soul is coming for you? Seven, what do you need to return to? And finally, how can you start this process of returning? 
Many blessings for a peaceful week, my friends. Pretty heavy stuff for a Monday. <laughs> it's coming for you. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye.